The day will soon come when salvation will no longer be extended to the rebellious sons of Adam as a whole. When Christ returns at the Battle of Armageddon, the doorway of redemption to those who walk the earth today will be closed. Jesus Christ does not return to the earth as the Lamb of God, but as the Lion of Judah. A short time prior to this event, another occurrence will happen that will destroy the hopes of salvation of a vast percentage of the world's population. 2 Thessalonians 2, 7-12 speaks of those who are left behind after Christ comes to receive His church in the clouds, commonly but not biblically called the rapture. And it reads, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now letteth will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. No man knows the exact day and hour, but the signs laid out in the word of God say it's close, hand in front of the face close. Of course, an even more obvious end date for salvation is one's death, which in many cases comes unexpectedly. Have you yet to be born again? What holds you back? God's word says today is the day of salvation. You may not have tomorrow. Make your decision while God's hand of salvation is still extended. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the supernatural kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Matthew 27, 3 through 10. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned and that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. And the chief priest took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful for to put them into the treasury, because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel and bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Wherefore, that field was called the field of blood unto this day. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver the price of him that was valued, whom they of the children of Israel did value, and gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord appointed me. God said, Acts 1, 16 through 20, Men and brethren, this scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake uh, before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us, and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased the field with the reward of iniquity, and falling headlong, he burst asunder in the midst, and all his bowels gushed out. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem, insomuch as that field is called in their proper tongue, Aseldama, that is to say, the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, Let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, and his bishopric let another take. 
God said, Zechariah 11, 12, and 13. And I said unto them, If ye think good, give me my price, and if not, forbear. So they weighed for my price thirty pieces of silver. And the Lord said unto me, Cast it unto the potter, a goodly price that I was prized of them. And I took the thirty pieces of silver and cast them to the potter in the house of the Lord. God said, Psalms 109, 8 through 10, Let his days be few, and let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless, and his wife a widow. Let his children be continually vagabonds and beg. Let them seek their bread also out of their desolate places. Man said, The Bible has no credibility. When Christians go to church, they have to check their brains at the door. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature article 731, that will once again establish the full inerrancy of the supernatural Word of God. All of these features are archived here for the edification of the children and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. Psalms chapter 40, verse 7. Then said I, Lo, I come, in the volume of the book it is written of me. From Genesis 1 to Revelation 22, the Scriptures testify of God's only begotten Son, Jesus Christ the righteous. The Old Testament shadows, the Holy Ghost clues, and the hundreds of prophecies foretelling His birth, His ministry, His crucifixion and resurrection, His nature, and His soon final triumph over the devils of destruction are interwoven in every page of His book. Everywhere one looks, one will find Christ. In the four-step proof text used by God said, man said, an important part of the narrative is buttressed by the mathematical laws of probabilities. These laws are used in everyday uh, life. For instance, from justifying the safety of air travel, especially after an air disaster, to the rationale for performing dangerous medical procedures, to insurance actuaries predicting the chances for you and your car to return physically and mechanically intact from your jaunt to the convenience store, to everyday gambling odds. What are the chances? Professor Peter Stoner defines the principle of the law of probability in his book, Science Speaks. I am making use of the well-known principle of probability. If the chance of one thing happening is one in M, and the chance of another independent thing happening is one in N, then the chances that they shall both happen is one in M times N. The proof of this theory will be found in any college algebra book. I shall only illustrate the truth of the principle. Suppose one man in every ten is bald, and one man in one hundred has lost a finger. Then one man in every one thousand, the product of ten plus the hundred, is both bald and has lost a finger. To show the truth of this conclusion, suppose you take one thousand men at random and sort out all that are bald. Since one in ten is bald, you will have just one hundred bald men in the thousand. The other 900 are not bald, therefore cannot be both bald and have lost a finger. Now go through these 100 bald men and look for men who have lost a finger. Since only one man in 100 has lost a finger, you will find only one in this group. This man is then both bald and has lost a finger, and he's the only man who fills the two conditions. Mr. Stoner lays out multiple prophecies penned by God's prophets hundreds and even thousands of years in advance and calculates the probability that a mortal could make these pronouncements and prove to be accurate. 
In particular, he spends some time measuring the probable odds that a human could make just eight of the hundreds of prophecies concerning Jesus Christ. One of the eight prophecies he deals with concerns Aseldama, which is the primary focus of today's feature. After Professor Stoner calculates the odds in the eight prophecies, he writes, If these estimates are considered fair, one man and how many men the world over will fulfill all eight prophecies? This question can be answered by applying our principles of probability. In other words, by multiplying all of our estimates together, or 1 in 2.8 times 10 to the 5th, times 10 to the 3rd, times 10 to the 2nd, times 10 to the 3rd, times 10 to the 3rd, times 10 to the 5th, times 10 to the 3rd, times 10 to the 4th. This gives 1 in 2.8 times 10 to the 28th, where 28 means that we have 28 ciphers following the 2.8. Let us simplify and reduce the number by calling it 1 in 10 to the 28th. Written out, written out, this number is 1 followed by 28 zeros. End of quote. The word of God is true and righteous altogether. Consider the following in regard to a seldoma, the field of blood purchased by the reward of iniquity. This is from the ATS Bible Dictionary. Field of blood, a small field south of Jerusalem, which the priests purchased with the 30 pieces of silver that Judas had received as the price of our Savior's blood. Pretending that it was not lawful to appropriate this money to sacred uses because it was the price of blood, they purchased with it the so-called potter's field to be a burying place for strangers. Judas is said in Acts 1.8 to have purchased the field because it was bought with his money. Tradition points out this field on the steep side of the hill of evil counsel overhanging the valley of Hinnon in the south. It appears to have been used since the time of the Crusaders as a sepulcher for pilgrims and subsequently by the Armenians. At present, it is not thus used. End of quote. Aseldama and Fawcett's Bible Dictionary. The field of blood, so called because it was bought with the price of blood, according to Matthew 27, 6 through 8, and because it was the scene of retribution in kind, the blood which Judas caused to be shed being avenged by his own blood, according to Acts 1, 19 and Revelation 16, 6. The purchase of the field was begun by Judas and was completed after Judas' death by the priest who would not take the price of blood from Judas but used the pieces of silver to pay for the field. He did not pay the money but had agreed to pay it with a view of securing a habitation to himself and his wife and children. Stung with remorse, he brought again the thirty pieces of silver, went to the field, hanged himself, and the cord breaking, his bowels gushed out. Thus there is no discrepancy between Matthew 27, verse 8, and Acts 1, verse 19. Substantial unity amidst circumstantial variety is the strongest mark of truth, for it proves the absence of collusion in the writers. End of quote. A seldoma in the Bible Encyclopedia. A field said in Acts one nineteen to have been bought by Judas with the thirty pieces of silver. In Matthew twenty seven, six and seven, it is narrated that the priests took the silver pieces which Judas had cast down into the sanctuary, and bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Wherefore that field was called the field of blood unto this day. Doubtless it was a supposed connection between this potter's field and the potter's house in Jeremiah 18.2, and the valley of the son of Hinnon, Jeremiah 19.2, which influenced the selection 
of the present site, which, like the Aramaic Dalman, is today known as Hakandum, Field of Blood. Tradition, which appears to go back to the 4th century, points to a level platform on, and some distance up, the southern slope of the Wadi Rabadi, the Valley of Hinnon, just before it joins the Kidron Valley. Upon this spot, there is a very remarkable ruin, 78 foot by 57 foot, which for many centuries was used as a charnel house, where dead bodies or bones are housed. The earth here was reputed to have the property of quickly consuming dead bodies. So great was its reputation that vast quantities of it are said to have been transported in 1215 A.D. to the Campo Santo at Pisa. When this building was standing entire, the bodies were lowered into it through five openings in the roof and then left to disintegrate so that a few years ago there were many bones all over the floor. These have now been removed. A little southeast of this ruin is a new Greek monastery erected in recent years over the remains of a large number of cave tombs. Many of the bones from Akeldama are now buried there. End of quote. According to Adrian Boaz in the Archaeology of the Military Order, during the era of the Crusades, it was used to bury the 50 or more patients who died each day in the hospital run by the Knights Hospitaller in Jerusalem, End of quote. Jesus Christ is the Lord of glory. He is the rock of our salvation upon which the child of God builds a life that will last forever. God said, Matthew 27, 3 through 10, Then Judas, which had betrayed him when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned and that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. And the chief priest took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful for to put them into the treasury, because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel and bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Wherefore that field was called the field of blood unto this day. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him that was valued, whom they of the children of Israel did value, and gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord appointed me. God said, Acts 1, 16 through 20, Men and brethren, this scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spoke before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took him, for he was numbered with us, and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased the field with the reward of iniquity, and following headlong he burst asunder in the midst, and all his bowels gushed out. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem, insomuch as that field is called in their proper tongue, a seldoma, that is to say, the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, Let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, and his bishopric let another take. Several, several hundred years prior to this, Zechariah says in chapter 11, 12 through 13, And I said unto them, If ye think good, give me my price, and if not, forbear. So they weighed for my price thirty pieces of silver. And the Lord said unto me, Cast it unto the potter a goodly price, that I was prized out of them. And I took the thirty pieces of silver and cast them to the potter in the house of the Lord. Approximately a thousand years before the event, God said in Psalms 109, 8 through 10, 
Let his days be few, and let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless, and his wife a widow. Let his children be continually vagabonds and beg. Let them seek their bread also out of their desolate places. Man said the Bible has no credibility. When Christians go to church, they have to check their brains at the door. Now you have the record.